Welcome, everyone. This is Stand With Asians Live. Today is March 26, and we are doing a full 12 hours of live streaming. Welcome wherever you are tuning in from. We are going to be talking with some incredible leaders within the Asian community and our allies across business, education, policy, and art. Today, I am so incredibly excited because we are kicking off with MC Jin and the very first Asian American rapper to ever sign with a major label. Uh, Jin, I'm just so, I'm so excited because not only are we going to be talking to so many people today, but you in particular are kicking us off. So I'm going to hand it over to you. You know, what what does what has all of this meant to you so far? I'll let you introduce yourself and you've got something special for us to to preview for us. So I'll let you take over. Chris, how you doing? Um, good morning, I would think, to a majority of people watching. Good evening, even to some of you that might be on the opposite side of the globe and your day's coming to an end, maybe. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. Chris mentioned the uh, fact that, uh, yeah, even according to Google, uh, Google will say Jin, the first Asian rapper, right? Which I'm super honored and humbled by, uh, but want to acknowledge the many before me and the many that will come after me, which I think is really kind of tied into this thing is that we're, um, we're at a point in time that uh, there's a lot unfolding, right? And to me, I'm just humbled to be a part of it. You know, I am a rapper, I'm an actor as well. Uh, but at home, you know, to my wife, um, I'm the guy that's responsible for taking out the trash and the laundry. Uh, to my sons, I'm the guy that resets the Wi-Fi router if it happens to be shaky. Uh, but within the context of this community, I would like to think that I'm just another I'm another voice to, to all of us. And on that note, I think platforms like this, like what's happening today is key, is crucial. And I'm just so honored to be a part of it. I think... Uh, you know, above all else, I guess I'm a human being and I'm an active ally. And I think these last few months have been monumental. Unfortunately, it's due to, 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 to unfortunate circumstances, right? Like we are literally under attack. I, I, I can't think of another way to put it. Um, discrimination, bias against the Asian community is not new in this country. Against the AAPI community is not new. There's, there's a there's actually a, uh, a layered history of it going back years upon years upon years upon years. I think unfortunately, it's not something that's really taught in the school system, in, the, in several spheres, whether it's in entertainment, uh, pop culture, not, nobody really knows about it. So in these times of tragedy where Asian elderlies, grandmas, grandpas are being just attacked unprovoked, you know, in an unprovoked manner. Some of these aren't even robberies. Not that that makes it better, but it's literally just an attack, right? A punch, a kick, a push. And in the most extreme cases, they're no longer, they're no longer here. Uh, so the most recent, um, I think that's still like on everybody's mind and it's still like surreal uh, in Atlanta or so straight up mass shooting with the intended targets being Asian, and in this case, predominantly Asian women. So just that sense of like, you know, just just tragedy and, and pain is 
is unfortunate. However, I think if we were to find any type of even the slightest silver lining in all of this, um, I think it would be that even for me, I'm 38, turning 39 this year. Uh, I would say that I'm experiencing something as part of this Asian community that I have not experienced before, which is in, in terms of how there is a outcry that I've never seen, a outcry, a urgency to unite, a urgency to educate, and an urgency to just be heard. You know, my, my background is, is hip hop, right? So I grew up kind of, I'm grateful for this. You know, it's, it's something that God blessed me with and, and I grew up just, I guess you could say not being reserved which I'm sensing now as I, I, I engage a lot of my Asian brothers and sisters that are like, some of them may not have had that growing up, right? And it's like, yo, for the first time, I feel the sense to, to speak out and I, I need to use my voice. So my thing is just, yo, your platform, you have it. Each person has it. And my encouragement is do not dwell on what your platform looks like. Like I, I have, I've actually, uh, whether it's online or in person at rallies, I've encountered young people, let's just say, or not even just young people in general, uh, who might say, man, it's great that we have individuals like you, Jin, that are using your platform and reaching people. And their sense is that their platform might not be impactful, right? It's like, oh, you know, I have like, a, I have social media or, you know, I have a YouTube channel that I use, but it's only like, you know, and then they'll throw a number out there. And I'm like, who cares? Your story is unique to you. Your experience is unique to you. Whoever you reach, you reach and don't underestimate what that could mean in the bigger picture, right? If, if these individuals who feel they have small platforms, even if they're only reaching 10 people, if a thousand of these people activate, that's 10,000 people. Um, and what does that 10,000 people mean? It doesn't mean you're gonna like completely change their minds, but it's just these constant efforts to shift perspectives and plant seeds. Uh, I have an eight-year-old. Uh, this past weekend, you know, we went to a rally, uh, a Stop Asian Hate rally, and he didn't want to go. He was he was like very reserved, and it's unfortunate because his his ultimate reservation before we left the house was, "Daddy, I want to go support, but what if a racist goes to the rally and, and shoots people?" and and you know, I think this is a tragedy in itself that that's a concern of an eight-year-old. But, um, you know, I explained to him that that's more the reason why we need to go. And mommy and daddy wouldn't bring you if we didn't feel we could protect you and it wasn't safe, you know. But we arrive and he's still, he's tense. I can feel the tenseness on his body. And um, as we are there, I can also sense a shift in his, um, the way he's absorbing everything. I know him. I know him like the back of my hand. We go out and about all the time. I've never seen him so attentive, probably because he was looking out for active shooters. That might be it. But he he's like watching, you know, when the chants start going. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't really like, I didn't want to enforce anything on him. I wasn't like, hey, you have to do this, you have to say this, you have to like, I just I had, I'm just glad that he was physically present. But he's doing the chants. And, uh, and when other speakers are on stage, he's listening and he's watching. Um, but ultimately when we were about to leave, I asked him, I said, hey, um, you wanna go up and say something? And he's like, no, 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 no. And I could tell that his reservation wasn't necessarily in fear anymore of, of danger. It's just overwhelming, right? There's thousands of people. So he's, he's like, no, 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 no. But then I'm like, daddy will go up with you, right? And his, his, his reaction is just, I don't know what to say. What do I say? What do I say? repeatedly what do i say 
So I'm like, I'll go up, I'll say a few words, and then I'll give you the mic. So he kind of, you know, he's like, all right, he entertain, he's entertaining the idea, but he's not like ex exactly enthusiastic about it. So we go up, I look out into the audience and I'm like, hey, everybody, thank you for coming. I say like literally like two sentences. And while I'm saying this, he's next to me and he's still like, what do I say, daddy, what do I say? So I point the mic at him and I'm like, just say whatever's on your heart, right? Like I say that, I say that into the mic and just almost instinctively, he's like, stop the hatred. And I'm just, I'm like, wow, you know, as a father and as just an adult. And then I'm like, say it again. He's like, stop the hatred. And, you know, it, it isn't completely surprising because honestly, in the past week, two weeks, um, even going back to last year, to be honest, you know, when it was like, this is called the Kung flu. You know, we are going to fight this China virus. We are even during that. He already knew that something good is not happening. I'm talking about my eight year old. He's like, why does he have to call it that? Why are people blaming us for it? So I think the point is, if you have a platform, even for myself, I don't know who I'm impacting. I don't know who I'm influencing. But if it's just this one eight-year-old, then hey, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like it's worth it, right? Even at that rally that day. Um, and then I think protect your energy is what I would encourage everybody. Because it is a time where as much as we're uniting, um, there's also a, people that are intent out there to create division, to rile you up even more. Asians aren't being attacked. What are you talking about? You know, you guys are the most privileged. You got the, you guys got the, got it the best in this country. Y'all pretty much, you know, like, like, you know, y'all run this country. There's people that are saying that. There's people that think that. Um, and I think especially when solidarity with other communities is key right now, Part, uh, particularly between the Asian and black community. I mean, all solidarity is important. But there's an emphasis on the Asian and black community because in a lot of these attacks, yes, you know, there is that surface visual. You see a, a, a black man pushing down an old Asian grandpa. It's very easy to be like, yo, why are black people attacking us? And I mean, I personally don't subscribe to that. I don't think we're being attacked by black people. We're being attacked by hatred, you know, and these, 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 these attackers, they're black, they're white, they're, they're all, you know, they're, it isn't one race that's attacking us. Um, so I think protecting your energy is important. Uh, and then last but not least, I would say be proud. Now is the time to be more proud than ever, you know? Um, I shared this at the rally too, you know? I think uh, at a young age, I'm grateful that as much as I was kind of embedded in the hip hop culture, rap culture, you know, I got my big break on black entertainment television, BET. But at the same time, what people remember me saying on there is, you know, you know, my pants are new, my sweater's new. Don't be mad this Chinese kid dressed better than you, you know? Don't be mad a Chinese kid dressed better than you, you know? Like, um, but but I think the point I'm trying to make is embrace your embrace what you think people are, you know picking apart about you, like your, your, your skin color, your, your culture, your ethnicity, the history of your people, embrace it. Um, I think it's, it's a beautiful time in that way, is that now is the time that my eight-year-old, you know, knows that, you know, I, 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 I need to be louder than ever as an Asian American. Uh, and I, I put a lot of emphasis on the kids, maybe because I'm a parent, um, but I, I, I really 
I really like gravitate towards the idea that my kids are your kids and your kids are my kids in the sense of these are all the people that what, what the heck are we fighting for? Right. As far as, man, we're trying to find some sort of some sort of sense in, in society and some sort of uh, inclusive, this inclusive, inclusive, I don't know. Go ahead. DM me and say you said it wrong, Jim. You know the word I'm trying to say, but um, it's for them. Right. All of us as adults, you know, we're, we're really just trying to prepare it for them. So, yeah, be proud. And shout out to all the allies out there that, that might be watching right now. You know, I think within the Asian community, we're definitely coming together like never before. But I'm just as encouraged and inspired when I see, you know, non-Asian Americans not only just speaking up, not only just encouraging us and, and offering uh, compassion and empathy, but actually taking action, you know, like at the rallies, using their platforms to, to, to support. Uh, so, I mean, in closing, I'll say that you know, I call for what I want to call for is an increase in representation, uh, particularly in the areas that we might not have always had a voice or a face, right? In entertainment, in politics, in sports. And I feel like we've come a long way, but it's still a long, long way to go. Um, just hoping that ultimately our voices can be heard and our stories can be told in, in an authentic way. Absolutely. Jen, thank you again so much for, for sharing, you know, what this has meant to you, to not only just you, but your family as well. Um, you know, it, it, it's affecting all of us. And I can't agree more with you that we need to use whatever platform we have, no matter if it's, you know, just one other person or a thousand people or a hundred thousand people, you know, we can create change one person at a time. Um, and it's going to make a big difference down the line. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you for what you're doing. And and as I'm sitting here talking, like I see you, right? But I'm talking into my camera screen. I'm reminded of uh, that one scene from I Am Legend, uh, Will Smith, where he's at the he's at the pier every day, right? He's like, I got food, I got shelter, right? I'm broadcasting. But I think one thing he says that I feel like really resonates with me right now that I want to say to everyone out there. In the end, he actually says, "If anybody's out there, anybody, please, you are not alone." And I think that's what this broadcast and this whole thing today, hopefully we can get out there is that you are not alone. You know, I think there's still a lot of Asians out there that might feel like, you know, I don't know how to be a part of this and, and they're dealing with a lot of weight mentally, emotionally, you are not alone. Well, thank you again, Jen. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Please. Um, yeah. yeah. Where can people, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Uh, I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, everything pretty much is MC Jin. Uh, uh, my Instagram is I am MC Jin. Uh, but if you just search MC Jin, you'll, you'll find it. And uh, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm part of this. I'm honored to fight with all of you, to fight with you together, side by side, to fight for you. So much love, everybody. Thank you again so much, Jin. It's been an honor. Peace. Peace. Take care.